The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. But first, the government is planning to meet with road safety authority bodies to devise a strategy to curb the rising number of deaths on our roads. Now, it's been a terrible year, 20% spike in road fatalities so far compared to 2022. And the Minister for Transport, Jack Chambers, has vowed to radically change the mishmash of speed limits. So will that work? Will it help to reduce road deaths? Well, uh, joining me now is Conor Faulkner, transport, uh, transport commentator and CEO of the RIAC. Conor, good morning. Hi, Pat. Good morning. Now, um yeah, I'm trying to think, when is the last time I heard this? And it's a long time ago we were promised that all the speed limits would be rationalised and be sensible Mm. uh, and not stupid. How long ago? Well, we've been promised a fair few times over the years, but uh, the the one that uh, was most prominent is 10 years ago, 2013. And at the time, Leo Varadkar was the uh, minister with responsibility. I was actually personally quite closely involved in that. I was at a lot of the committee meetings, actually, you know, was at the top table with Leo when the review was announced. Um, And it did a lot of good things, but it left a fair amount of its work unfinished. Now, it did correct a number of things. The 80 kph signpost on a country road that literally had grass growing up the middle of it, which was a, such a ludicrous feature of the landscape, largely resolved. But it left a couple of thorny issues unresolved. Um, and essentially that's down to local authorities acting eccentrically. Uh, speed limits are set through a, you know, a, a, a mechanism. There are guidelines. There's a menu of speed limits that a local authority can apply provided they meet criteria. And once everybody's obeying the same rules, that's great. Uh, but each, if each individual local authority is doing a slightly different thing, then the motorist gets the anomalies. And that's where you have experiences like you're, you're driving across the country, nothing about the road changes, you just move from one county into another and the speed limit drops from 100 to 80 or goes the other direction. Yeah. And there's a fair few of those counterintuitive and just wrong limits peppering the network and, and undermining confidence and generally. Then, I, I mean, it, it's happened to probably all of us at some stage, you're driving along on a 100 kph road mm. and suddenly it drops down because you're coming to a town to 50. Yeah. Um, but you don't, you like, you, you have to suddenly get from 100 to 50 and just inside the, the boundary is a speed van. Yeah, yeah. And the only counterpoint is there's no obligation to be doing 100 before the limit no, but drops. I mean, if but, you're but allowed you're, to if, do it and it's safe to do it, you do it. And you're doing it safely and smoothly. Um, the, the worst thing you can do with enforcement, and as you know, Pat, I'm continually calling for more enforcement. We want more guards, not, not fewer. But the worst thing you can do with that is a sort of a gotcha culture where the motorist feels hard done by, begrudges the penalty points, respects speed limits only insofar as they look out for guards, but they don't actually buy into. So if you want a system that works, the speed limits have to be set proportionately and sensibly. And unfortunately, as I say, some individual local authorities, some won't even be thinking road safety at all. They'll just be thinking, look, if we frustrate cars, it's a car use management tool. So 30 kph, let's put it everywhere and maybe people won't drive. Um, But, you know, that sort of pulls against the road safety logic, which is to say that, you know, speed limits should be applied when properly designed. Because if they're wrong, if they don't make common sense, then people will not obey them. And if they can get away... You know, they try to find out where the speed vans might be and they just ignore these uh, ridiculously low speed limits uh, because 
that they just don't make sense. Yeah, and, and, and if self-evidently counties are not following the same rules, and it happens on big ro- big roads and small. If you're coming in, there's the main road from Cork to Dublin, for example. Uh, as you get into South County Dublin, this sort of in, in four lanes on either side, super modern highway is actually 80 kph. Um, other parts of the network, you'll be on roads that feel sort of distinctly inferior to that, and the speed limit is 100 kph. So no, no matter who's right and who's wrong, they're clearly not both following the same set of rules. And if the rules vary from county to county to county, you get this mishmash. Now, it was probably worse before, and that sort of Leo Varadkar-led review did do some good. Um, But nevertheless, it's one of those measures. And I think what we're seeing really, Pat, which probably is a good thing, um, a dreadful, dreadful year for road safety. And that is reapplying some energy and some attention into all of those road safety policies that we know have worked in the past. I I drive a little bit around the country, not as much as I used to, um, but I, I can't recall seeing an accident black spot sign recently. Yeah. Have they been done away with? Yeah, and they're speed camera zones now. And and that's, you know, sometimes people will contact me and they'll give out about where the Gatso vans are located. But actually, there's a good deal of system and logic to that. Yeah, but they can't be and everywhere. There is a limited number of them. So yeah. if it's a black spot, they yes. will police it for some of the time. Correct. Then yeah. they'll go off to another black spot. I mean, the idea of if I see a sign for a black spot, I'm going to be careful. Yeah. Um, well, black spots require engineering solutions uh, rather than be careful warnings. But yeah, I do take your point. Um, but g- generally speaking, that's a part of our enforcement that has kind of worked OK. And we'd, I say we'd look for more of it rather than less. Um, but but it is definitely a problem when the speed limits don't make sense to the driver. And, you know, if nothing else in the environment changes, but the speed limit does, well, then you're sort of undermining confidence in the system. And, and there are local authorities out there who sort you know, will do that or will regard that as collateral damage when they're pursuing an anti-car policy. And that has always frustrated me because I think road safety policy has to be kept in the road safety sphere. Uh, you don't use penalty points to stop people smoking, for example. It's only about road safety. Uh, looking at the, the statistics, those who've died so far in 2023, uh, 27 pedestrians, mm. 43 drivers, 26 passengers, 17 motorcyclists, three pedal cyclists, three e-scooter riders, yeah. And one pillion passenger. Yeah, uh, and you know, isn't that a cross section of ordinary Irish people doing yeah. ordinary Irish things? None of those people deserve to die. Um, and you know, it looks as if we're, as you said it at the top, we're going to be forty percent higher in terms of the number of deaths when we compare ourselves to twenty nineteen, the last real comparator year, and that's unacceptable. It doesn't matter that that would have been a good score twenty years ago. You know, we've made an awful lot of progress. I mean, it's what you were telling me uh, during the break, one third of one where third. we used to be. Yeah, well, the first road safety strategy was introduced in 1997. And at that stage, we were having well over 400 deaths per year, tip nearly 450 deaths per year. Uh, by the way, it was even worse in the early 70s. But that's a historical yeah. story at this stage. Um, but, but the yeah, things that so have we, changed, I mean, more motorway driving, which is safer driving by yeah. and large. Um, because everyone's going in the same direction, which is yeah. a great help, except sometimes when joyriders do the wrong thing and so on. But by and large, you're all going in the pretty same safe direction. safe piece of infrastructure, so yeah. It's pretty safe. Uh, so those improvements have been there. Since uh, that era in the late 90s, we've had airbags introduced. Mm-hmm. We've had, uh, and, and curtain airbags, side airbags, yeah. uh, all sorts of airbags. And probably more adherence to the buckle up 
uh, campaigns to all wear definitely better. Yeah, all definitely better. We're better than we used to be on drink driving, which like hasn't got away, but we're be- we're better than we used to be. And um, there's a much improved culture, but we also have a functioning penalty point system. We have, in theory, a guard the traffic corps. Now it's under resourced and regularly plundered, and that's one of the frustrations. But we do have one, and and we, in common with other European countries, we really improve the culture around road safety. Other European countries made similar degrees of progress, but we were definitely a poster child and the total number of people killed dropped by two thirds in a 20 year period. Now that's a success. That's great. But it seems to have bottomed out and it is now going up again. So as I say, we're, we look as if it'll be a, something in the order of 180 people killed this year. Please God, we're wrong about that, but that's the trend. And if that happens, that'll be the worst year we've had in at least a decade and the first solidly unambiguous backward step since we caught up with the best practice nations in now, the world. what is therefore the minister going to do? I mean... Well, I, 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 one thing we don't need is to brainstorm up new laws. Um, we have plenty of good laws on the statute books. Um, and, you know, people often do. They say, you know, punish drink drivers more or, you know, chase after drug drivers or do this or double the penalties for speeding. Or, and all of those ideas, you know, re- really don't address it strategically. First, we have to have more Gardaí. I mean, you'll be having conversations, Pat, I'm sure, with Dublin city centre businesses. They want more Gardaí. There's nobody who wants less Gardaí. But on the roads, you can damn near draw a straight line between visibility of Gardaí and people dying. And, you know, uh, over 180 people are going to die in those circumstances. There have to be more guards on the road. aren't there technical solutions as well? That experiment, is it on the the Limerick motorway where you've got the average speed camera? And, I mean, I see everyone... I've driven that road loads of times Mm. now since they introduced it and people behave so well between the two uh, signs and then of course they accelerate as soon as they pass the the, the sign but they go well below the 120 Yeah, it's it's in that zone It's a clever system and it works well Uh, Port Tunnel likewise but actually those are not I mean those are our white spots Pat if you like those are statistically not dangerous parts of the network and if you put a lot of your strategic attention into stopping the motorway guy from going at one, two, five. Well, congratulations, but actually you're not getting to the nub of it. The, the, the characteristic accidents in Ireland, we have a lot of rural road. We should mention that when we're talking about speed limits. We've over 90,000 kilometres of secondary road, more than anybody else in Europe per capita. Much of it's in iffy condition. Much of it has speed limits that are set incorrectly and poorly. And it tends to have very little enforcement. Mm. And, and you know, in those circumstances, I mean, that's where the danger lies. But we know this. And we had policies a number of years ago that were addressing this. So I think we need to go back to our knitting and do the stuff that was actually working. The Road Safety Authority used to have the most impactful ads on television. Um, You know, they they would jump out of the research. People knew the road safety ads. The Gardaí were visible in their high-vis constantly. Bank holiday weekend, you couldn't cross the country without seeing them. During COVID, I couldn't drive across to Sligo without being stopped by guards twice. You don't see them now. And, you know, I don't want to be critical of the guards, but that there is a, for me, there's a line of cause and effect there. Now, the question, I mentioned technical solutions. One is the average speed limits, and mm. you say it's done in very safe places. I don't yeah. know how many crashes you have on the tunnel. Not not many, I would no, suspect. Very few. It's very well managed. Uh, they yeah. have breakdowns, but yeah, th- that's a, a different matter. But uh, things like in Portugal, for example, coming up to a school zone or a zone mm. where they want you to slow down, they have a detector 
And if you're approaching above the speed, yeah. the light goes red and you have to stop. Yeah, Portugal is one of those countries that made enormous progress. They actually had a record worse than ours back in the day. The N125 was the most dangerous road in Europe. It's still, and there's, there's new motorways across the Algarve and all of that. And they, they've made a lot of the same type of progress that we have. Uh, but, you know, they, all of those European countries still continue our challenge. And some of them do have clever ideas. Some of those ideas, when you filter them through, are not that strategic and don't work that well. I mean, we and, have those exact uh, same speed detectors. They tell you, you know, in red you're at 55 yeah. then you drop below 50 and it goes green yeah. and they say thank you yeah so they encourage could easy, good behavior they could easily have a, you know a traffic light that stops you could. if you offend they could also for that matter hand out penalty points um but but most of us would agree that that's not sensible because you have to have you know there has to be a degree of of community-based kind of cooperation in all of this and encouraging good behaviour is, is, is clearly a very good thing to do. And if you obsess about uh, severely punishing micro-violations of ordinary decent mm. people, um, you know, again, you're, you're not really addressing the heart of the road safety problem um, in doing so, that. Some of the texts, why not GPS track all vehicles problem solved from uh, Hugh Well, problem not necessarily solved. The GPS mapping is imperfect. All sorts of anomalies there too. It's as bad Imagine as... Imagine going into court with a want. clever solicitor. Yeah, I know. You see, the remedy worse than the disease. But um, in principle, the, you, you could do a degree of that, uh, the way that you know, it, it's, automation could be a very, very important part of the solution. Um, but also, how much surveillance do we actually mm. want? I mean, if we all had to wear body cams, so <laughs> but yeah, the how much 80 do you want? KPH limit on small roads with grass has not been resolved. I cycle a lot of these roads, constantly amazed at the speed limits I see. Well, a dual carriageway on the outskirts of Galway City has a speed limit of 50 KPH. I know it well. Mm, it's yeah. remarkable. Nobody adheres to it as it's a ridiculous limit. People know where the Gatso is and they only slow down for that section. Another one got done for doing 70 on the Stillorgan dual carriageway in Dublin. The limit was 60 and there were four lanes of traffic. Mm. Uh, everyday truck drivers here, I'd question the standards of the current driving instruction driving test. There seems to be zero courtesy or manners on the roads. End plate drivers hogging middle lanes on motorways, everyone in a hurry and driving in a bullying manner, so says mm. James. Where there's a 70 and 90 kph signs, why only go up in 20 kilometre increments? Sometimes 70 and 90 would be more apt. And where is the law for e-scooters? Well, we mm. need to get regulation Yeah, the, the soon. E a few on that. The e-scooter law is passed. We await regulations. They should be imminent. Uh, there are a number of set speed limits laid down in primary legislation. 30 kph, 50 kph, 60, 80, 100, 120. The local authority picks from that menu and applies it appropriately to the road. They can't literally make up their own speed limits and they have to adhere to guidelines. So within all of that, we should get sensible, consistent limits. Unfortunately, in many, many cases, we don't. And this is what Jack Chambers is going to have to do to lay down quite explicit rules as to what kind of road merits what kind of speed limit. Yeah, same promise as Leo Varadkar made uh, 10 years ago. And, and the, the obstacle, the inertia there tends to be the local authorities jealous of their prerogative and wanting to do their own sweet thing. Conor Faulkner, Transport Commentator and Chief Executive of the RIAC. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.